How do you stop yourself from putting important things you don't want to do off until later? Welcome to Mindfulness for Beginners. Hello my friend, I hope you're happy, I hope you're peaceful. It's your old pal Sean and huge thanks uh, to those who are supporting me on Patreon especially to new friends of the podcast, Ali, Ryan, Erica, Shannon, and Katrina. Click the link in the description and have a look. Some of the content there is free and accessible now. And if you do decide to sign up for just £5, uh, you can get access to bonus episodes, guided meditation, uh, music, and lots more. I haven't added anything in the last couple of weeks because I've been on holiday, but I am planning to add more in April. And if you've got ideas for what bonus content you'd like to see, why not email me or just email me to say hello. Uh, The email address is in the description. Now, you might have noticed that this week's episode is late. I just couldn't bring myself to sit down at the computer and write up what I wanted to say. I went for a day out with my partner or relaxed in front of the TV. Anything else seemed like a better thing to do. Even when writing it today, I noticed there was a little squeak in the desk that I was working on, so I stopped writing the episode and turned the house upside down, looking for a screwdriver to tighten it up. And I'm sure this sounds familiar. Like me, you probably procrastinated at times, but we all delay or avoid tasks, knowing that doing so will probably lead to more stress. And if you procrastinate, you're in good company. Leonardo da Vinci was a chronic dilly-dallier, only completing a handful of paintings in his lifetime and taking 15 years to paint the Mona Lisa, and it's tiny. Imagine how little he'd have got done if he had a smartphone. There's lots of reasons why we procrastinate. A lack of motivation, difficulty prioritising, maybe a desire for immediate gratification. But the theme for the podcast this year is releasing your cows or attachment in plain English. And I want to focus on the main reason we put things off, certainly mine, which is fear of failure. We attach our well-being or happiness to a particular outcome and it paralyzes us. That leads us to doing things like putting off studying for an exam until the last minute or delaying a job application, which then causes us to suffer. Now, this is a mindfulness podcast and certainly not a show about productivity, But before I cover the mindfulness perspective, I do want to share a couple of general strategies that friends have shown me, which really do make a difference, especially if you struggle with procrastination at work. Uh, One is the Pomodoro technique. You can break tasks into 25-minute intervals with five-minute breaks in between to help focus the task and avoid distractions. What's called eat the frog. So start your morning with the most difficult task of the day to avoid that feeling of dread that can lead to procrastination. And finally, set realistic goals. So break tasks into smaller, more achievable steps to avoid feeling overwhelmed and to increase your motivation. Those are helpful, but I think it's ultimately more healthy to develop your mindfulness practice in order to develop insight, which can release you from attachment rather than coming up with clever ways to work around it. And this falls into two buckets. The first is developing your general mindfulness practice, meditating every day, practice non-judgmental awareness of your thoughts and feelings, cultivate self-compassion, get out of your head and into your body. I'm talking about the fundamentals of the practice. 
And these are all things that we've covered recently in the podcast. So it's just about building your discipline to help you to be more aware and make better choices in the present moment. And the second part is looking deeply into your fear of failure. See the golden thread of the path of your life that's led to this moment. What are the events in the past that drive your attachment to success? Did you receive a lot of criticism or punishment for mistakes as a child? Did you grow up in a high-pressure environment where success was valued above all else? These early experiences can shape your beliefs and attitudes towards success and contribute to your fear of failure as an adult. Remember that to reflect the world as it truly is, the waters need to be calm. To gain this kind of insight into your suffering, you must build your practice. And also remember that there's no growth without failure. Give yourself permission to be free and just make an attempt at things. Let go of perfect. Paint that shitty painting. Write a bad book. Run a mile in 25 minutes. Meditate even though your mind is all over the place. Because whatever it is that you're procrastinating about, I know what Thich Nhat Hanh would say if he was sitting here with you right now. He would say, enjoy the writing simply for the writing. Enjoy the work simply for the joy of working. Let go of the product. Let go of the outcome. Just be and enjoy. So let's do that right now with a guided meditation on being and enjoying. If you want to take a moment to get comfortable, then we'll start with three sounds of the bell. We're going to start, as we always do, by applying our beginner's mind to our posture. And I would invite you to imagine that you have a thread attached to the crown of your head. And it's gently pulling you into an upright position. Your spine like a stack of coins. Your heart raised upwards and outwards. Your hands comfortably in your lap. Just allowing a gentle smile to emerge on your face as we enjoy the stability of our posture. And then expanding that spotlight of awareness to your entire body. Noticing where you feel warm or cold. Noticing where you feel tense or relaxed. Becoming aware of the sensation of the clothes against your skin. 
and the points of contact between your body and the chair and the floor. And shifting that spotlight of awareness to your thoughts and feelings. And as we go through the guided meditation, just noticing each thought as it arises, and that might be an anxious thought about tomorrow. It could be a happy thought about today. Or it might be a sad thought about yesterday. Just sitting with each thought for a moment, allowing it to leave, and then gently and without judgment, bringing your attention back to your breath. And finally, focusing your awareness on your breath, noticing that column of air between your nose and your diaphragm. Noticing how the air feels cooler on the way in. Warmer on the way out. Breathing in. I know I am breathing in. Breathing out. I know I am breathing out. In. Out. Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Breathing out, my breath goes slow. Deep, slow.
Breathing in, I am aware of my attachment. Breathing out, I smile to my attachment. Aware of attachment, smiling. Breathing in, I see the roots of my attachment. Breathing out, I let go of my attachment. Roots of attachment, letting go.
Breathing in, I enjoy the sitting. Breathing out, I enjoy the breathing. Enjoy the sitting. Enjoy the breathing. Breathing in, I am the sitting. Breathing out, I am the breathing. I am the sitting, I am the breathing.
breathing in, I establish myself in the present moment. Breathing out, I realize it is a wonderful moment. Present moment, wonderful moment. And as we reach the end of the guided meditation, just noticing any changes in your body, any areas of relaxation, any areas of discomfort, just giving yourself the opportunity to stretch those if you need to. Noticing any changes in your mind if you feel a sense of calm or peace, then I would invite you to carry that through the rest of your day. And finally, opening your eyes and returning your awareness to the room that you're in. May you be happy, may you be peaceful, and may you see yourself through the eyes of understanding and compassion. Slana, will you? And I'll see you next time.